We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Argue about it. Call the fan at 877-337-6666. Powered by Superbook Sports. Visit superbook.com. Let's have some fun tonight. Keith McPherson on the fan. A KM to AM. A five-hour show. I'm so pumped for this. Freaky Friday. Friday the 13th. A Freestyle Friday. A Football Friday. Taking your calls all night as we get ready for Super Wild Card Weekend. There's so much to talk about in the NFL. We'll also hit on the NHL, NBA. And, of course, we never leave out Major League Baseball and it's on you, the fans that listen to the fan and call the fans and call the fan and have thoughts. And I can't wait to connect with you guys tonight. This is going to be a fun one as the Giants are back in the playoffs. If you just listen to Lugie, like it's time to be fired up, man. It is time to gear up for your team to not even shock the world, to just go do what you know they could do. I want to start there. Stick with your gut. Stick with your gut. Stick with your gut. If your gut was telling you that the Giants could beat the Vikings, don't backpedal now. Don't switch up now. Don't get cold feet today, tomorrow, Sunday. If you're a Giants fan that watched the team all year, you know that they've built up to this point. If you're a Giants fan that came into this season with low expectations, they completely blew your expectations away. Why now are you going to sleep on your team? They're not playing the best team in the NFC. They're playing a team that they arguably should have beat. And stick with that, right? Stick with that reference because it wasn't that long ago. It wasn't week one. It was like three weeks ago. And I know, I understand, here at the fan, it's New York City. We're going to hype the Giants, right? And and we're not all Giants fans, but we understand the audience has a ton of Giants fans. It's an official station for New York Giants. But... I'm hearing people change up their thoughts or, you know, their takes. And, ah, well, you know, because too many people are on the Giants. So what? What does that matter? If in your gut you want to bet the Giants, bet the Giants. I'll give you my picks tonight. I don't really have too much of a gut feeling on any of them. Uh, There are some calls that are pretty easy to make. But reminder, it's the NFL playoffs, Super Wild Card Weekend. Anything can happen. There's always upsets. Anything goes. It's crazy, and that's why we love it. Uh, just think back to last year. No one had the Bengals 
doing what they did. So don't underestimate rookie quarterbacks or teams that are without guys because of injury or a team. That, it's, it's a new tournament. Everybody's 0-0. You lose, you're out. So don't get cold feet now. If you're a Giants fan, go into Sunday fired up, expecting to win, and then when you get a win, it's going to be that much greater. Don't go in, oh, I don't know. Well, you know, everybody's on. No, be confident. Makes it fun. I'm a Dallas fan. It's hard for me to be confident. I'm dreading Monday night. And I'll be on after the Monday night football game, Cowboys, Buccaneers. But, yeah, I'm excited for tomorrow, Saturday football, and Sunday. Not so much Monday. We could do without the Monday night game. But it's super wild card weekend. Back to the Giants. Giants fans, stick with your gut. Everyone's healthy. Art Stapleton put out a tweet. He said, Giants injury report and game statuses for Sunday at Vikings, dot, dot, dot. All 53 are good to go. Don't get cold feet now. You got all your horses in the stable. For a team that they talk about has no talent, a team that they love to talk about has no one on the roster, you think these NFL players like hearing that? You think these guys like hearing that all year? They're one of the last teams standing. Stick with your gut. Don't get cold feet now. They did that whiteout last time. And uh, I think a couple nights ago I said, I bet you they don't do that whiteout again. Just like a superstitious thing. They don't want a close game. They want to be purple in there. And the Giants will wear their white uniforms. The Vikings will wear their purple uniforms. And I know today was like dress in blue day, wear blue day. Uh, I I thought about when I was in middle school in 2000, and I remember getting off the bus, and they were blasting that Giants song. I'm proud to be a New York Giant. And I was a little Dallas Cowboys fan, and I was bothered by that. I'm like, hey, hey, everybody getting off this bus isn't a Giants fan. But uh, the Giants were going to the Super Bowl that year. And I remember the hype just every week as the Giants advanced. They would play that song, and... People would be wearing their Giants gear in school, and that's how you see it around town. That's how you you know the Giants are back. All the Giants fans are proud. They're wearing their logos. They're wearing their hats, their jerseys. Don't backtrack now. Jets fans, how do you feel? Call me up. Tell me who you're rooting for. You got to have a rooting interest. I know. You want the Dolphins and the, the Bills to, to lose. Are you rooting for the Giants? You should be. We should all be pulling for New York. We're trying to end this championship drought. Not saying it's going to happen this year, but. Should be rooting for New York. Other than that, there's news in the NFL all across the fronts. Uh, Sean McVay, we already speculated that he was done, that he won't be back. We find out today he's returning to the Rams. So maybe they have something planned. Maybe they're going to get into something that we don't know. We Nobody knows. That's something I tell people all the time. Nobody knows. We all talk. Nobody knows. Injuries, right? We talk about meaningless games in Week 18 and not playing your starters versus playing your starters. Well, Not that the Dolphins have a shot, but their running back, Raheem Mostert, had a big game for them, uh, Jets fans know, and uh, he broke his thumb. He's out for the game against the Bills. Also, Mike Williams of the Chargers, who's arguably their best receiver, Justin Herbert's best weapon, he played in Week 18, got banged up. He's got a back issue. He's out for the Jaguars game. That Jaguars game is an interesting one. I don't know how to call it. We'll talk about it later. There's injuries in the league. I've mentioned Dalvin Cook went out of the game last week. I don't know if he's going to play, but I don't know if he's going to be full go, full tilt. And then little things are coming out around the NFL, little news stories, things that are just making people superstitious or bet. Like I read that Trevor Lawrence is undefeated on Saturdays. He never lost on a Saturday in high school, college, 
and the NFL. And he'll be on the field tomorrow. Does that make you want to bet the Jaguars? They're at home. I got family in Jacksonville. I think I'm pulling for the Jags to knock off the Chargers. The Chargers put out that receipts video, and I kind of want it to backfire on them. I kind of want you know, them to be bounced. And then Monday, all of the different personalities like Craig Carton and DA, Damon Amendolora, who's here, you know, I'd love for those guys to be able to speak on it and say, yeah, well, throw those receipts out. It was a cool video, but you got bounced in the first round. What else did I find? Oh, with the Dallas Cowboys, they're trying to find motivation. In a meeting, Mike McCarthy decided to show the baby pictures of 10 players who were alive the last time the Cowboys won a road playoff game in 1992. I'm not sure how that would make me feel if I'm in that organization or on that team because it doesn't make me feel good as a fan. I was four years old when they last won a road playoff game. I I have low confidence in them, but we're going to talk all around Super Wild Card Weekend Get your thoughts. Get your takes. The all-pro team is out. I don't know if you care about that, but we'll talk about that. Jets fans, uh, Sauce Gardner, Quinn and Williams, first team. I think I saw C.J. Mosley, second team. Some snubs. Uh, I think Dexter Lawrence, Andrew Thomas, our second team as well. We'll go through the all-pro team, see who was snubbed, who missed out. I saw Devontae Adams say that uh, his boy Crosby should have been in there. And in the NBA tonight, the Knicks are on. The Knicks are in D.C. And... Return of the Alamo. Don't forget the Alamo. What's the saying? The Spurs and the Warriors are about to play in the Alamo Dome. They sold 63,000 tickets. It's going to break the NBA single game attendance record tonight. I got to try and get eyes on that. Maybe I'll pull up my league pass in here or something. But, uh, yeah, in the NHL, my Devils are on against the Ducks at 10. That'll be later on. And I will just monitor the sports news and the scores And everything we have going on here tonight, a Friday night on the fan, Keith McPherson, KM to AM, you've got me till 12. Please join me. Please call me up. And let's talk about sports and enjoy the night as we go into the weekend. Don't go anywhere. You're listening. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. To the fan. Back from break. Turn me up. Nah. Turn me up. Turn me all the way. Uh, yeah, wrote a rap today, figured I should snap today. It's a freestyle Friday, no Apple Pay. Just download the free Odyssey app today. Came to the AM on the mic till it's Saturday. Now let's begin. I came to win. They let me in. They know I'm him. And I know you heard me on the air early. In New York every day, but I'm repping Jersey. Okay, switch the flow up. Hating online, you should grow up. It'll be a minute after never when you blow up. What's the holdup? 
I already blew. Young Yankee fan on the fan, boo-hoo. If we ever meet, let's say we never met. I run with the bleacher creatures, bro, we never met. Do I have your attention? All in my mentions. I was just eating steak and lobster and legends. Now I'm on the fan with the roster of legends. Black boy, long hair, roster man, bless it. I got the gift, I didn't get no presents. They put me on the air, I didn't get no lessons. My future will be televised just like the Jetsons. I'm eating this beat, I won't ask for seconds. They say that I'm goaded. Freestyle Friday, but I wrote it. Mic's on, camera's on, roll it. I'm already running. This is not Hot 97, not Power 15, not Z100. It's the number one in New York sports. 1019 FM, let's keep it 100. Hey, hey, oh, hey, oh. Crystal Sun, I'm supposed to shine. Hold on, I'm Crystal Sun, I'm supposed to shine. Uh, they ain't even know I rhyme. Uh, freestyle Friday on your mind. Took me a while, but I'ma shine. Uh, took me a while, I'm doing fine. Uh, Let's do the show, though. Flex, drop a bomb on me. <laughs> Let's get it. All right. Um, had to turn my phone off from recording that. One take, Drizzy Drake. Perfect. <laughs> One take McPherson, they call you. Wow, did it. Uh, I've been honestly hinting at doing that for a while now. And I was sparked by some inspiration today. I think I think Paulie produced a show earlier in this week, and he played that beat, that put your hands where my eyes can see beat, that's Busta Rhymes. And, uh, you know, that beat's viral right now on TikTok. All the, all the kids are dancing to Coyla Ray's song. So it's like a popular beat, but it's obviously an old school beat my hip-hop heads and uh paulie played it earlier in the week and i put a note down like yo rap to this beat download this beat and write a rap to it and i was listening to the fan today at like 350 i was listening to carton and roberts obviously and i heard a rap song and it, it like inspired me because the rap it was all right but it was like i don't know i was i heard the rap and i was like we could do better i'm like let me cook something up and it's Friday. Freestyle Friday, Friday the 13th. Keith McPherson on the fan. Thanks for listening. Thanks for calling. Let's do the show. We talk sports here. We don't usually rap. This is not like Funk Master Flex freestyle. Funk Master Flex is not that. I'm just a hip-hop head. And uh, when I rap, I can be a little more braggadocious. You know, hip-hop is not a humble sport. Uh, I don't usually talk like that, but that's how you have to talk over the beat. And uh, yeah, let's get back to obviously the things at hand. Sports and sports betting. This is going to be a huge weekend for sports betting and gamblers. Please do it responsibly. And I know it sounds cliche and I know it sounds corny, but like, don't mess up the start to your 2023 because you go all in on something that you thought was a lock or you trust your gut, like I said, and you, you put more out there than you really can spend. And the way that this is set up with the three days, don't chase. It's so easy to chase. You're going to have games tomorrow. You're not going to hit. So then you'll load up again on Sunday, and then you're not going to hit. And then Monday, you're going to go all in on a same-game parlay, and you're not going to hit, and then you're going to hate football, and then you're not going to be able to bet next weekend when there's less teams and probably easier bets. But I read today that New York just hit $16.2 billion in wagers in its first year of legal online sports betting. And the playoffs haven't started yet. <laughs> like $16.2 billion. That is ridiculous. That's ridiculous money in a year. How many people 
are going to be filing taxes for winnings from FanDuel or wherever you bet. Not me. My wife is like, you know you have to file, but I'm like, well, don't worry. I'm not up. <laughs> There's no winnings for me to file. I'm, I'm down. I have fun doing it. I do it responsibly. I never upload more than a couple hundred bucks. And, uh, you know, I go back to gambling when it was illegal, like Bovada and bookies. And I'm not even that old, but... You know, I, I learned my lesson in college getting out in front of myself too much and getting in a situation that I didn't enjoy. Don't let that happen on FanDuel, right? The fan, FanDuel doesn't have bookies. They're not going to show up to your doorstep or your dorm, um, <laughs> in my case. They're not going to show up to your doorstep. FanDuel, they just, they, they're just zapping your account, and you don't even realize it. You're loading it up, and they're just taking it. So gamble responsibly. Uh, let's get to the calls. At some point tonight, I will give my picks. I'm still kind of back and forth on them. I'll tell you my locks, but they should be your locks. Like, I feel like the Dolphins don't stand a chance. Buffalo may possibly have DeMar Hamlin on the sideline, and they are a little pissed off about, you know, a few things. They're, you know, they, they were the favorites this year to win the Super Bowl. They thought that they were going to host the AFC Championship and whatever. I think they're just going to go out there and roll the Dolphins, and the Dolphins don't want to be there. It's going to be cold. Uh, Bills Mafia, I think it's a lock that they cover that 13. I think they're they're trying to uh, blow them out. And then also, the Cincinnati Bengals are down to Tyler Huntley, who barely played or practiced. He didn't play last week, but he's barely practicing this week. Shout out to my boy A.B. who went in there and tried to hold it down as a rookie quarterback. But the Bengals are a little pissed off, too. So I think they're going to be ready to go, and I think they cover that minus eight. But we'll get to the picks later. I got to get to the phones. We're uh, almost a half hour in, and I haven't talked to anybody yet. Leading off, Josh in the Bronx. What's up? I'm telling you, Keith. What I, I, that Thursday night football show that you had on the with the Giants when you at the time when you had Kim Jones and yourself, and I said the Giants are going to the Super Bowl, and then Kim corrected me and say, back up, they're going into the playoffs. <laughs> but now, you know, everything is open. Everything is on the table, Keith. And it's like, you know, here we are. Let's go for it. Got to believe. I mean, like, you, it's, anybody, it's anybody's Super Bowl. All I bets mean, are off. The favorites could be knocked right. out, you know? Right. And then what? And, yeah, right. Then what? And, you know, what you just said about Buffalo and Miami. Buffalo, man, with having him on the sideline, number three, tomorrow, oh, my, that's going to be a, a psychological boost. For the Bills, I mean, oh, come on. Yeah, I think oh, those are man. locks. Thanks think... for taking my call. I'm listening to you. Thank you, Josh. Mm-hmm. Appreciate the Twitter support as oh. well. I think those are locks. I just think they, they're they pissed off. They're motivated. They're healthy. Uh, the Bills and the Bengals, you know, they're, they're trying to get to the Super Bowl. The Bills were uh, the favorites. The Bengals were there last year. The Chiefs are number one seed. The AFC is crazy. So I'm looking forward to it. And all bets are off. What you think you know doesn't matter. Uh, guys can get hurt. Guys can throw interceptions. Guys can lay eggs. It's the NFL. All of these guys are professional football players, and you got to look at the coaches too. The coaches give them an advantage. The coaches are the ones scheming and game planning, and it's week to week. So I don't know. You're, we're not supposed to know. You don't have to know. That's the, that's the fun of it. You watch because we don't know the end result. You gamble because you want to wager on a result that hits that wasn't supposed to happen that pays you out. So. Stick with your gut. My guy, Rick in Tampa, on the fan again. Hello, Ricky. Hey, I think I'm going under. It sounds like you just went under. Push 
me because I am close <laughs> to the edge. Hey. All right. That's my rap. That's it. That's my Grandmaster reference for uh, the night. <laughs> yeah, Trey Wingle loves that song, too. Good to, good to hear from oh, you, man. That's, that's it. Good, too, to talk to you about real quick. Uh, hey, you know what? Um, hey, I watched uh, Steve Smith was talking about a game that you mentioned 2003 with your Cowboys when they got beat by Carolina and Jake Delhomme, I believe, was the quarterback. Uh, and Steve Smith had a huge game against your Cowboys. So I thought uh, that, that was a – was that a wild card game, you remember? Or was that just uh, – you remember that game? 2003? Uh, yeah, I was in high school. I, I think it was a wild card matchup. I think the Dallas Cowboys were a wild card, and the uh, Panthers actually won their division. Um, yeah. yeah. Parcells was coached back then. Let me look this yeah. up. Parcells was coached, yep. But see, exactly like, right. I was yeah. in high school then, and this is what I'm talking about. I, th- those are suppressed memories. Why are you bringing up old stuff? <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's 2003. Just think, I go back to two, ni- 1992. 93 against the good old Bills for your Cowboys. Hey, um, I got a question, you know, talking about betting, you know, and listen, I've been listening to, you know, obviously Tiki's talk, you know, we're all, we're all on the Giants' bandwagon, and yes, it is a little hedging and thinking about, you know, you know, maybe this could get, I've said this to you before, could, could go the other way. Uh, but you look at Seattle and San Francisco, that it, that it's a divisional game. Seattle kicked our butts. Big time, and yet they're what like nine points underdogs to San Francisco, and we're three points underdog to Minnesota. It's like almost that. That doesn't seem right. Yeah. You know, if you're going to talk about the odds. Yeah, right? I don't know. Uh, I was talking last night about the Vikings. I found a stat that the Vikings are twelve and zero um, when they're when they're not favored. I think. I think that was the stat. Let me let me double check before I say that incorrectly. Yeah. Because. When or no, when they when they when they are favored, they're twelve and zero. Because remember, they were they All weren't right. favored against the Packers. They got smoked. They weren't favored against the Lions. They got smoked, and people are like, Boys, they're disrespecting their record. They're disrespecting their record. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, no, yeah. they're just like Vegas knows they're they're fraudulent. So yeah, the uh, Minnesota Vikings are twelve and zero straight up this season when favored. They're favored in this mm. game, so you know yes, Vegas is thinking that they win. Uh, but then you mentioned the Seahawks and 49ers game. I was just talking to Connor out in the newsroom. I'm like, that game is interesting to me because when division rivals meet for a third time, we've seen that. Right. There's familiarity yep. there. And I know the Niners are way above the Seahawks, but maybe they walk into that game thinking it's a cakewalk and Pete Carroll and Geno right. Smith and those guys are ready to roll. They've got some players on Seattle too. Yeah, yeah. And they killed us. So, I mean, it's like, so, yeah. And that's why I just wanted to bring that up because I talked the other day, but. That's going into this weekend. I'm one of those guys. I am a massive Giants fan, as you know, and I ha- am nervous about this game. So I, I, I just let it ride and and tout and 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 puff the the the, the chest and, and and see. But part of me is like, ah, come on, Evan Neal isn't playing as good as he should. The right side of the line, we got some issues there. But you know what? It's going to happen. It's going to happen. He's so playing. we'll see. But, yeah. He's playing. Uh, and I saw he yeah. had a little ankle issue, but they're all cleared to go. They're all in. They, they, they had the hype video the our way. The like The, the yeah. nervousness is, is a good feeling. You want to go into a game like that because when you win, it's euphoric. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So we keep it we keep it close at halftime. We could pull this one off. If it gets ugly before halftime, then I'll be upset. But other than that, 
that's it. And like I said, I'll be looking forward to Monday night's game. Hopefully, like I said, popcorn and ham to watch your team play, which is yep. going to be a great – that's the first year we've done that, right, a Monday night game? This no, the first time they, they've done I think that, they did right? it last year. I think last year was the first uh, year of the Super Wild Card okay. weekend, right? Okay. Okay. I don't. I didn't remember that, but okay. All right. Well, that'll work. But you couldn't ask for a better game. So I hope you have a good weekend, and uh, we'll definitely. Uh, oh, you're going to be on after the game, so I'll definitely be getting getting a call up and say hey. All right. Awesome. Thanks for the call, Rick. Yeah, down there in Tampa, I think they're saying that's the like best ticket or uh, most tickets sold right now. Raymond James Stadium. Tom Brady, the GOAT. Tom Brady has his own fan base on top of the Buccaneers fan base. Uh, I saw a video today of Mike Evans talking real slick about the Dallas Cowboys, saying they're basic, they don't do anything too complicated. You know, your team is basic. You won eight games. You don't do anything too complicated. You lose. Uh, I hope it's bulletin board material. But I've said this all week. I learned my lesson betting against Tom Brady a long time ago. I can't put a bet on the Dallas Cowboys. Can't trust them. They should win the game. They absolutely should win the game. But the Vikings, or not the Vikings, the Buccaneers are meeting the media like they're not afraid. They're not worried about it. You know what? That is a team that went to the Super Bowl and won it. Like, they understand the tournament. They understand the dance. And they have Tom Brady to go. So, I just dread that game coming down to the last two minutes and Tom Brady having the ball in his hands to go down the field and uh, beat the Dallas Cowboys. That's going to be embarrassing. That's going to be embarrassing. Or the Cowboys can just go handle business, and they should beat them by 10 if they go handle their business. Moving right along to Tommy in New Hyde Park on the fan. What's up, man? Let's talk about it. Uh, Keith, always a pleasure. You know, I'm a big Dallas fan just like you. But I want to talk about the other night quickly, but I want to talk about Dallas, about how you put down the Mets with Correa. I loved it. I respect you for that because I would have did the same thing with the Yankees. It's all in fun, you know. It's a uh, big brother, little brother. It's uh, you know they 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 say it's trolling online, but it's just like it's banter between fans. I I know the, <laughs> I, I saw but, a few group chats of mine lighten up when that happened, and and I was waiting on it. I put out a tweet two weeks ago. I said, "Don't let it not happen." I'm gonna have a few things to say if it doesn't go through. I I really enjoyed. I was on hold for a while to get through, but anyway. Uh, Dallas, you know what I can't stand? Tom Brady, Tom Brady. He's old, he's just statue, he's going to sit there. I want Dallas to beat them by like 35 to 10. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Wouldn't that be nice for the game to not be stressful, for it not to be in doubt, for it to just be a Monday night party? Are you ready for some football? You know what bothers me? They're 8 and 9 with 12 and 4, or 5, whatever it is. How can they get home field advantage? That's, that's, they I won their they won their crappy division. I know. <laughs> they won the worst division in football. Yeah, but there's got to be something like change for the rule, right? No, they can't. That the that that is the rule. It is, I know, but it's a shame, you know. Yeah, it is what it is. They got to go win on grass. I hate the fact that they've lost their last few games on grass. It just plays into the narrative. Tom Brady's 8-0 or 7-0 looking to go 8-0. They haven't won on grass. They haven't won on the road since 92. There's just so many things pointing to the Cowboys still being the Jerry Jones Dallas Cowboys and not being able to get it done. But they got to advance. This is this is going to be embarrassing if they lose this one. Um, What do you think about who's going to do the most running? Pollard or... So Tony Pollard was out, and then he came back last week, and obviously they, you know, wanted him to get going as like a ramp up game because he had missed a couple weeks. But right. Ezekiel Elliott is cooked. Like 
he had a lot of touchdowns because they gave him goal line carries. Well, he's, that's what he's good at. Yeah. That's that's what he should be. He should be trying to get us fourth and ones. He should be getting us, you know, uh, first and goal carries. But Tony Pollard is dynamic, explosive. He can break a game open. Get him in the open field. Be creative with how you get him the ball, and he could take it to the house. And then maybe we can exhale a little bit. Maybe we could relax a little bit. Well, I hope so. I wish some luck. It's all on Dak, though. You know that. It's on Dak. Well, it is on him a lot. He he's but. he's thrown an interception in seven games straight. He's got multiple games with two interceptions. He's got multiple games with pick sixes. It's remarkably this- bad. Do you think he's hurt? No, I don't think he's hurt. He was hurt when his thumb was broken and Cooper Rush was playing. But he's healthy. He's perfectly fine. He's yeah, just—he's forcing it. He—he forces it. And and I always have to say this: half of those interceptions don't fall on Dak. They either bounce off someone's chest, shoulder pads, or hands. But still, they go under under his stats. Can I ask you about the defense? Are they gonna like attack Brady? Yeah, they gotta hit him. I said it the other they day. Got they gotta hit him like he's not Tom Brady. Like, don't slow up because it's Tom. My, Michael Parsons, Demarcus Lawrence, all these guys gotta bring it. They gotta hit him. And if you can hit him and you can rattle him, he's not gonna make those throws. Oh, he's gonna he goes out like a little baby, you know. Yep, he's gonna cry, and of course they're gonna throw the rough in the passer flag, but whatever. Keep pressuring him, keep pressuring him, keep hitting him. I don't expect uh Leonard Fournette to run all over the Dallas Cowboys defense. No. So we'll uh, see. We'll see. We'll see. This is my last show until all these games are played, and then my first show is Monday night after Monday night football. Thanks for the call, Tommy. Uh, I'd rather not talk about this Cowboy game, but we have to. It's part of it. It's literally ESPN has this whole thing they're setting up down there at uh, Raymond James Stadium. They've got this, like, beach, and they're covering it all day. You know you're going to see Stephen A. Smith's goofy self with the Cowboy hat on. How about them Cowboys laughing and here we go. America's team to laugh at versus... It's, it's America's team. That's why they're there. It's America's just like, team to laugh at. It, it's You know what it is? People love to hate the big teams of sports. Love to hate the Cowboys. They love to hate the Yankees. But they're only big in their worth and their fan base. What, but, like, I guess those five Super Bowl rings hold weight, but it's been 26 years. Why do you think people hate the Yankees? It's that reason. The greatness, right? It's been half of that. It's been 13 years, even though the Yankees are creeping into Cowboys territory. I've talked about that before. That's, yes, they Yes, they But again, scary. America's team, they hating the Yankees in the NHL, it's like the Maple Leafs probably, mm-hmm. in the NBA Celtics, Lakers. It's those big but market But it's not teams. valid. It's like how people hate Notre Dame. And it's like, like, why do you hate Notre Dame? They're not winning anything. It was out. It, it, it was Anymore. Alabama for a while. It was Bama for a while. Yeah, it was Bama. Now it's Georgia, but Georgia's like they're likable. I don't think people yes. actually hate Georgia. Yeah, because I think they think Kirby Smart is way more of a down to earth, you know, coach slash human than Nick. Between Saban. the hedges is awesome. Ugga's a cool mascot. Stetson Bennett is forty five years old, almost old as Tom Brady. Yeah, I don't know football, American football. We love it. We eat it up. This weekend, we're gonna sit down and watch every game, every snap of every game, and. uh May the odds be ever in our favor. Gambling, um, fandom, whatever it is. I don't know. It's tough. All right. We got a breakdown in the middle here. No, I can go to the phone. Awesome. Let's go to my guy, Ross, in Bergen County on the fan. Hello, Ross. Hey, Keith. How's it going, man? Pretty good. Thanks for calling. Yeah, you got it, man. Last two. I said it was a roller coaster with that. Uh, you what, You see that uh, Ranger game? Are you on the air for that? Yeah, so I was well, talking about it last yeah. night. I was trying to get calls on it because, I, I, I mean, I loved how – 
Keandre Miller forced the OT, and then uh, what he said after the game, we we played some clips. He he gave his mom uh, some kudos, a shout out. Yeah, said that she motivated yeah, him. Yeah, that and then with the fans too. And yeah, then he no, talked about the fans, legend. and he gave he gave Rangers fans a lot of credit. He said, "I wouldn't want to play uh, against us, not with that fan base going crazy. It's loud in there. It's raucous, like." He felt like that swung the momentum. After he scored, everybody turned up, and that swung the momentum for overtime. Unbelievable, dude. Not a point nine of a second left, I think it was, and then Fox with that nasty move in overtime when they, yeah. were, they were juggling the puck around for like 30 seconds in front of the net, and Fox caught it. Dude, I, that, I, I think I tweeted at you like right after it happened. That gives me vibes from last year. I don't know if you, you heard about it, but there was a game, I think it was November, it was Ryan Lindgren scored. They were actually tied at that point. He scored. He had the uh, game winner. Same situation was like a, a less than a second left, but they won the game in regulation. From that point forward, that kind of flipped the season around. That that gave me those kind of vibes last night, and especially, you know, uh, I don't know if you remember, but like a month ago, uh, they had that game against Chicago where just things were looking terrible for him, and Trouba wound up throwing his helmet on the ice and storming off the ice and all that. They've been thirteen two and two since that game. Yeah, they're so rolling. Look back I mean, at those two games. My Devils knocked them off over over quarter. the weekend last weekend, but the Stars are a good team, yeah. and they they took that game at home from them. I, I said it's legit home ice advantage in Madison Square Garden. No, it's crazy. It's crazy. Uh, it's crazy. But I mean, topic of discussion right now. Obviously, the super wild card weekend. You know, I've uh, brought up the Giants Vikings a couple of times. Just one more point on it, but you know. And I've heard, uh, you know, throughout the week, too, I even saw the uh, official FanDuel Twitter account put out, put out like, their bracket predictions, and they even had the Giants knocking off the Vikings. And I'm, and I'm saying to myself, how are you going to have the Giants beating us on your Twitter bracket? But then I, I go to your app, and I see you guys are get, we're giving, uh, we're giving the Giants three points. But then, yeah, in your, your Twitter bracket, you got us beating them. You got them beating yeah. us. You know, Their social, I mean? their social just, media is disconnected from their app, I'm sure. They're, they have a social media manager and a graphics team and people that cook that up. No, and, definitely. But I they got know. obviously they got someone coming up with the predictions, and if it's not just one person, it's a, you know, a variety of people, and they, you know, they just come up with the average. But, I mean, the fact that it's even this close. And, you know, you see people put up the statistic, at least in the NFC, last five, three, six matchups. They think the six won the last five straight, five or six straight. But you look, I mean, you know, the whole notion around this this Vikings team, you know, the stain on their season for a 13-4 and four season at the end of the day is that they're, all their wins are coming down to the wire. They're these yep. close games, they're these last-second wins. But, I mean, the Giants have been playing that same exact kind of football and have come up with four less wins. And I know you look on paper, the Giants have far less talent to win those nine games with. And, you know, all the credit in the world goes to Dable, which I think is the one distinct advantage people are giving to the Giants is the coaching with, with Kevin O'Connell being solid on his own, too. But, Dable is far and away the better coach with what he has to work with. But, I mean, you look everywhere else. I mean, the, the talent uh, goes to the Vikings. I mean, you look at, obviously, the clutch in the fourth quarter. I think that, uh, if they're not – well, and, and games they're going to the fourth quarter with, if they're trailing, I'm pretty sure if they're not undefeated, they're pretty close to it. I mean, some games that come to mind, that Buffalo game, the game in Washington, you know, they're one of the clutchest teams in the fourth quarter, and that's what they've been doing the whole season, the two of them. And yet the Vikings have pulled out – uh, on top four more times, and you know, in the playoffs, it doesn't matter if you win by one or seventy. As long as you come out on top, you go the next round. Yeah. So I don't, I don't know what the whole notion that the Giants have an advantage outside outside of the coaching. Well, I doubt Dable's got the advantage, but outside of that, I don't know what people see with the Giants that they don't see with us. But 
Who knows? Nobody knows. I'm glad you said who knows because I was going to say, you know what? Nobody knows because you got to throw all that stuff out. We're all going to lean heavily on the regular season. This is a tournament. This is a different type of thing. Some of these guys are going to be in over their heads. Some of these guys' hearts are going to be beating out of their chest. Some of these guys are going to look like they're lost in the beginning of the game. There are rookies in the game. There are guys that never played in the playoffs in the game. It's huge. It's the only game on. And when you step into that game, the game's the same. But if you let your mind play tricks on you, uh, you might not show up the way that you need to. I, I think the Giants are going to show up, though. And and like you said with no. the Vikings, like they set the record for, I think, 11 games that they won that were one-score games. That's their MO. Yeah, well, That's also know. the Giants' MO. So, you know. Yeah, they've only got three multi-score victories between the two of them. Giants, it's in the, obviously the indie game that uh, t- took them to the playoffs, crunched them to the playoff birds. And for the Vikings, it was Week 18, a Bears game nobody was trying in. And week one, the Packers, they beat at home before the Packers caught on and had that streak towards the end of the year. Other than that, their two wins combined was it 13 plus 22 minus three. Their 19 wins combined out of 22 were by one score. So, I mean, it's their whole MO. And even when they played on Christmas Eve, I don't remember the exact number, but I think they said it was 21 and 0 or something at the time they were in one score games. And then obviously the, the Vikings, uh, not, I don't, I don't know what the exact number was, number is, but case in point, these, these both of them the whole season long have been winning games by one score and they've been getting away with it and and what better matchup in the world to get him in the playoffs because we saw in uh the game on Christmas Eve it couldn't have come down to the wire any closer than it did it took a 60 yard field goal indoors for the Vikings to come out on top and it's going to come like down to Graham Gano and Greg Joseph it's going to it's going to be a field goal game it's a field goal difference in the in the spread it came down to a field goal. Last time, they're indoors. I've said all week that Graham Gano versus Greg Joseph is a thing. Can't miss field goals. And I don't think either one of them will with, without the elements. And, uh, you know, in there, both of those guys are, are good from 60, maybe even 65. So uh, it's yeah, we, we can't damage. call it, bro. It's, it's uh, you know, two immovable objects in, in a way, right? S- similar styles as far as playing close games and winning them. And two teams that just faced off three weeks ago. I think the Giants have a, a little bit more of a chip on their shoulder since they lost like that. It was kind of like a walk off. And then also they yeah. have a chip on their shoulder because they're healthier. No, without a doubt, man. Uh, thanks for taking the call. Shout out School Nation and uh, let's go Vikings for you Vikings fans around here. All right, Ross. It, man. Well, you know, I think it's good to get Vikings fans on the line. Uh, I think we were looking to bring in like a Vikings reporter just to get some different opinions, some different takes, or somebody to put something into this Giants conversation that we're not thinking about with the uh, Vikings. And I think the, I think the Giants, like, if, if we're all thinking and feeling like the Giants can hold their own, did hold their own uh, last time, don't go away from it now. I'm not, I'm not moving off that. I'm, I'm still taking Giants plus three. That's already in my picks, Giants plus three. And might even take a money line in another bet because Saquon is a rare beast. He might be good for a home run. Daniel Jones knows, hey, I led this team this far. I got to be on point, and I have my best game against these guys. I completed the most passes through for the most yards on this field. Let's go for it again. Let's do it again. I don't think he's going to be throwing to Kenny Galladay, but Isaiah Hodgins, Richie James, after that game, I said he made these guys look like Isaac Bruce and Torrey Holt. You know, he made these guys look like Marvin Harrison and Reggie Wayne. These guys were people that, or two, two guys that people said, they're nobodies. They have no receivers. They have no talent. Well, all that's out the window. Uh, I think Darius Slayton said this week, like, yeah, th- you know, people may say they don't know our receivers, but there are receivers that you do know that are sitting at home. You know Garrett Wilson. He's at the crib. And sorry, Jets fans. That just was the first one that came to me. I, 
that's not right. I shouldn't have did that. <laughs> you know DeAndre Hopkins, he's at the crib. Like, they, they're in it, and they're professionals, and they're grown men, and they're all competitive, and as little boys, they all dreamed of playing in the playoffs in the NFL and winning the Super Bowl, and now it's time. And if history repeats itself, as history tends to do, Giants fans are looking at their own history against the Vikings, their own history in the playoffs, making something out of nothing, and going the distance. So I'm not going to get on air and tell you not to believe. I'm not going to get on air and tell you that the Vikings are going to win. I'm not going to get on air and, and, and tell you not to trust your gut and believe in your team. That's the whole thing. You're not, you're not throwing this party on Sunday to lose. You're not going to a watch party to lose. You're not meeting up with all of your friends and buddies that are Giants fans that struggled with you the last six years to take an L. You got to believe. It's, it starts in your mind and their mind, and then we'll see how it all plays out. But it's not like Kirk Cousins and the uh, Minnesota Vikings are juggernauts. You've seen them get smoked, and film matters. Guys like Wink Martindale dissect every play on film. Brian Dayball, Mike Kafka, they're looking at the film, and they're trying to figure out what works against these guys. And a lot works against their defense. And that Vikings O-line is banged up. The Giants' D-line is healthier than they've been all year. Something's got to give, right? Something's got to give. Let's see here. Now we got to take the break. We're getting closer to 8 o'clock hour. My name's Keith McPherson. I'm hosting till 12. Stay with me. Call me up. 877-337-6666. We'll be right back. When this happened, you talked about it on The Fan. The New York Rangers have won the Stanley Cup. When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. Yeah, yeah. Your boy KM. I'm here, quickly. And uh, I do want to try and take one call. Let's see. Oh, that call disappeared. It's fine. Calls always disappear. Like, And I get it. You guys will call, you'll be on hold, and anything can come up, and you just hang up the phone, or you're like, ah, I'm tired of waiting. Uh, but I'll go ahead and talk about what I thought I was going to talk about with that caller. So, yeah, we're talking about the past, and we're talking about, you know, history repeating itself, and uh, let's see. Yeah, Shane is back up here. Shane in Sussex County, New Jersey. I know what you want to talk about, because <laughs> uh, 15 years ago today, yep. I was, yeah. I think at in college at James Madison <laughs> University watching one of the worst playoff games I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, I, uh, I how do you compare this 2022 uh, Giants team to that 2017 underdog kind of limping, not limping into the playoffs, well, 07 they were limping into the playoffs, they were injured, you know, you saw what happened, you know, they, they beat, Dallas to be green. You know, they won the, the Super Bowl. Yeah. How do you compare this year's team? They seized the moment, Underdog. those guys. And and they had talent. But you know what? They had leadership. They had Coughlin. They had Strahan. Yeah, they had true. they had Thunder and Lightning with uh Bradshaw and Jacobs. They had a um not a Monty Tumor. They had Plaxico Burris. You Absolutely. know, they had yep. enough guys that like they could go toe to toe with Dallas and steal that game, and they did. They caught Dallas sleeping, yep. and that's what that's what the Giants have to do. Walk into the Vikings stadium. And catch them sleeping because they've won 13 games or whatever it is, and they think that they're the better team. Uh, how do I compare? 
you know, guys have to rise to the occasion like Saquon Barkley, like Dexter Lawrence, like Xavier McKinney. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, some of these guys, even throw Daniel Jones into that conversation now. Andrew Thomas, uh, Kayvon Thibodeau. These guys aren't bums. These guys are mm-hmm. NFL players that can turn it on and dominate, and that's what they have to do. And, and they have to win their individual battles, and that's football. That's all Correct. football is. Mm-hmm. You win your individual battles, and slowly you start winning more than, they're, than they are, and you have the game. The game starts to tilt in your favor. Correct. Now, Keith, uh, my my family's big Giants fan. I'm a Cowboys fan, just like yourself. Oh, okay. Um, I'm, a little, I'm <laughs> a little nervous. You know, um, do you think McCarthy will be in a hot seat if they don't win? I, guess the I think so, because Jerry Jones came out and said, oh, his job is safe. Yeah, all right, Jerry. You, yeah. know, you know. Right now, Sean Payton is interviewing, I think, the Texans, yep. the Broncos, somewhere else. Maybe the Panthers have checked in on him. They lose that game Monday, and Sean Payton isn't hired anywhere. How could Jerry Jones not pick up the phone and have that conversation? Exactly. Yep, yep. It would be right, embarrassing. Well, you, so back-to-back yeah, I, years, I 12 win, win seasons, and you get bounced in yep. the first round twice, you can't have it. Yeah, exactly. Well, let's hope for a better result on Monday. <laughs> yeah, fingers crossed. Thanks for the call, Shane. We got to break it down. We're going to the top of the hour, the 8 o'clock hour. First hour of my show has already flown by. Keith McPherson on the fan. I'll be right back. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. 